What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by Seth Hot. Mmm, yeah. And Jared Buckendall. Yo, yo, it's Skinny Pete. Skinny Pete. <laughs> wow. Everyone get your Skinny Peters out. We are back. <laughs> the socially constipated crew here. This, of course, the entertainment outhouse coming at you with some TV and movie news, reviews, some fun games. I want to give a shout out to everyone who joined us last week on our live entertainment outhouse uh, and jumped into the chat. Shout out to, I think it was Farts that took mm. home a oh, pair man. of movie tickets from Very controversial. Game. Controversial. Not a lot of people are big fans of Farts, but I know Farts is a big fan of himself. So everybody likes their own brand. But if you want to go home with a free pair of movie tickets like Farts, then you're going to want to join us on our next live entertainment outhouse, which is going to be just a couple of weeks away on November 17th. That is a Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Pacific, over there on the J-Buck Studios YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. So make sure you go join us there. Put that on the calendar for a couple of weeks out. Giving you a little more notice this time uh, than we had the last couple. So a couple weeks to prep for that one. And in the meantime, it's a good time to head out to sociallyconstipatedpod.com. Find all of our social media links, follow all the profiles, share the posts, like the videos, comment on the page, uh, join the mailing list, and of course, become an anchor wanker. Kick us a couple of bucks each month to support the show. Big shouts out to all of our existing wankers. uh, Wankers. As one of the examples. Appreciate all of the the support and the uh, engagement with the podcast. It helps out a lot and uh, means a lot to us, so... Big shouts out to all of you. We are coming off a big movie weekend. We've got a lot of films to review and discuss, and we're going into another big movie weekend, so a lot is coming soon. Lots to get into this week. We are going to dive right in and waste no more time. We're going to start, though, with a little bit of game time, and we're going to do a little bit of rewriting with our second draft. We added a little get spice the to bonus that word of the week. Yeah, I thought I'd put a little stank on that one. Uh, Ooh, it's still, that's still not our most exciting sounder. Not my best work, but you know they can't all be winners. It's stanky enough. We are going to create a second draft of a plot synopsis for a movie. Got a plot synopsis. Took out some words, and we're gonna replace them Mad Lib style. Ooh, into a new Mad plot synopsis. Libs. He's so mad. And then these guys are going to try to guess what movie they have uh, rewritten the synopsis for. I believe the movie is Homeward Bound. Great move on. Nope, Homeward Bound (laughs) 3, The Great Beyond. Actually, I don't know. I I always forget about that one. No, yeah, that's that's the good one. It's The Great Beyond. The Great Beyond. (laughs) Because they actually, they all get hit by a car at the beginning. Yeah, right at the beginning. Oh, God. It was a crossover with All Dogs Go to Heaven. Yep. It was it was oh, gonna be wow. the dog cinematic universe, but just Disney just couldn't pump enough money into it. Mm-hmm. It was real rough. <laughs> Holy crap! We're moving on. <laughs> Who won the game last week? New release. Exactly. New release. I believe Cody did because I lost. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would make sense. All right. <laughs> Wait, did you? I think I think you won. I couldn't get the last point. I had never heard of the movie. And you only had to get like one actor. I don't even know. Oh, what the okay. Touche. Touche. I think I you think, did win. Yeah. I think it was, uh, wait, did you know about Last Night in Soho? 
I knew about Last Night in Soho, but that was the last month. Oh, House um, of Gucci? No, Spencer? It was House no. of Gucci. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know anything about House of Gucci. Licorice Pizza? The point the yeah, end. no, it was Licorice Pizza. Oh, yeah. Because House of Gucci, I messed that. up. I thought it was Lady Gaga. That's right. Yeah, I got that one. Man. Yeah, Licorice Pizza. Still have no fucking clue. The Marcus Theater, uh, they have like a big display up of it. Oh, really? What yeah. does the display look like? It looks like a girl it's like and a, a guy. a blue Camaro with a... Is it like set in the 90s or something like that? Either that very, or the 70s. I can't really tell. Yeah, I can't. All of it blends together. And but yeah, it very much looks like it's like in the world of Dazed and Confused, maybe. Yeah. And it just says licorice pizza and some bluish. Oh, um, yeah. It's the Paul Thomas Anderson one. I remember yeah, talking yeah. about this now. All right. So licorice pizza was the answer. All right. What a game. Well, Jared won last week. So, Jared, would you like to start first or uh, Cody go first with giving some words? I've talked to my team uh, we, we're gonna go first. All right. Jared, I need an adjective for, like, a type of person. Slimy. Um. Do you not want that one? It's, I guess, like, no, because it's, it, it's more like a type of person. Like, uh. Okay, uh, rich. Am I saying these right? I'm having a brain I'm, fart right now. Are I'm, those adjectives? I'm, I'm as confused as you, Jared. Uh, I don't know I'm how to sure describe it because because you... an adjectives explained or uh, yeah, it's just like, it, like a noun, like it's a like no. A... But I'm thinking like more of like a like a type of per. Like... Okay, okay, okay. I, I got it. I got it. I got it. Obnoxious. <laughs> no, no it's like like a, like a boy or a mailman. Yeah, so like you walk down the street and you see someone, like you describe them as smug. It's like tall, short. Are you talking about like a physical attribute, or are you talking about like that's a mailman, that's a homeless person? Like, yeah, but those like are types that. of people. Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, that's what I said. Types. Of okay, person. how about this? I'm gonna defer to Cody. <laughs> okay. okay, let's. Well, how about mailman? Does that would ocu- like an occupation work here, Seth? Yeah, that works. Okay, so how about a mailman? Let's go. Let's go, mailman. Okay. That is you know a confusing because I see what yeah. you're driving at, Seth. I don't know how to describe it better than you did, but I also was just as confused as Jared. But I'm, I think I'm with you now. I got you. So as long as um, mailman works and we're on I should have just done that because I should have just done that because the next one is also a profession. So, Jared, give another profession. Uh, slimy. <laughs> <laughs> Does that not work? The best part about that is now I have to keep all of that in because <laughs> of the callback. Wow. Oh, that's fucking funny. I'm going to oh, – okay, you said a profession. I'm going to go with the snake snake wrangler. <laughs> slimy. That is a slimy profession. Wow. You type in snake and the next word that comes up is fucking wrangler. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. At least for oh, mine yeah. did. I need a noun here. Simple. A noun? Mm-hmm. Taco. <laughs> Ooh, snake wrangling tacos. All right, another noun, Jared. Let's go with kangaroos <laughs> or kangaroo. I guess I don't know whichever one works better. Yeah, it's kangaroo if it's more normal. Oh, kangaroo. Sorry. All right, I need this time. I actually need an adjective. Slimy. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta get oh, slimy man. in there. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then finally, another adjective, Jared. Um, let's go with rich. <laughs> <laughs> Here is the synopsis: A mailman who is in fact a government snake wrangler 
is marked as a taco and targeted for kangaroos, but he's too slimy and too rich for them to handle. Oh, dude. Is this Kangaroo Jack? I'm kidding. <laughs> it sounds a lot like Kangaroo Jack. Let, let's get the, let's let's play that one back one more time, Seth. I, I have a couple guesses, but a mailman, who is in fact a government snake wrangler, is marked as a taco and targeted for kangaroos, <laughs> but he's too slimy and too rich for them to handle. Holy shit! If for some reason, my my brain. And again, wait, are, are we playing together? I don't remember. Yeah, this you, is a you can play game. together in this one, this one. Okay. Squad up, baby. I'm thinking that this is like some sort of like a spy espionage type movie. That's where I'm at, too. It's It sounds John Wick, but there's no, he doesn't have like a daytime alter ego. No, um, and I, I don't remember no. there being tacos in that movie. <laughs> no. What's the name of the one with Tom Cruise uh, where he's flying the plane back and forth? Uh, American Maid, I believe. Cocktail. I wonder if it's that, because he's a, a pilot who's really a government informant is marked by but what, what, cartel. Okay, we, but I, I think we also have to think theme, because he usually tries to tie it together with something. Oh, yeah, fuck, I forgot about that. Seth, is it American Maid? No. Okay, I mean, okay. you're kind of <laughs> close, but huh. no. Is it, is it Blow, maybe? Blow? Blow? Yeah. No. No. Okay. I'm not. Okay. I didn't do porno synopsis, Jared. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. My bad. Just remember that there's always a hint. There's always based always off what is coming out. What's coming out? Yeah. What is coming out? Okay. So we have uh, we have is Eternals. This Seth, so that has. I swear to God, <laughs> if it's Stuber, I am gonna have a fucking. Oh my down. gosh! It is <laughs> no, Stuber. It's not Stuber. <laughs> Although that would have been good. I should have done that one, but no. <laughs> Wait, can you say it again? Uh, yes, a Kamel Nanjiani gets uh-huh. into, starts driving Uber. <laughs> no, um, a mailman named Stu though. <laughs> oh, I forgot his name was Stu. A mailman, who is in fact a government snake wrangler, is marked as a taco and targeted for kangaroos, but he's too slimy and too rich for them to handle. Is this? Mr. and Mrs. Smith? No. Okay, damn it. Here's yeah, another hint. The movie is not Eternals. So okay. That eliminates so that's about half of Hollywood. Four, yeah, that eliminates about 400 movies. 400 movies. <laughs> four. Oh, 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 oh. I know. Ah, ah, ooh, ah. I knew I was close. What is it? This is a movie. <laughs> What's funny about this movie is it inevitably brings up a story of... Um, well, I'll, I'll let him tell it after we get the answer right. It's Kristen Stewart, so she's in Spencer, right? The movie is, I can't even believe I remember the title. Is it American, American Ultra? Ultra, yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. And you said American oh, for for the win. Yeah. <laughs> LeBron James at the buzzer. Is he a and, pizza man? I don't know. Never no, saw that's it. 30 minutes or less. This was a surprisingly entertaining movie. Oh, I, would, I wouldn't know. <laughs> the synopsis is, a stoner who is, in fact, a government agent is marked as a liability and targeted for extermination. But he's too well-trained and too high for them to handle. <laughs> okay, is there a funny story associated with this now? The story is that we, Seth and I, were going to... I think this is back when we were doing, like... Uh, Ride Home. Ride Home. And we were gonna go to that movie, or... Not that we like made plans, but it was the type of movie that obviously we would go together to. Right. And like we did every other fucking movie every Thursday. <laughs> and instead, 
I like Seth had to work on a day where we had friends in town, I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. And we, the group of us went without Seth. And so not only did he not get to go that day with us, but now he didn't have anyone to go to, go to the movie with, because this was before any of us was really going by ourselves to movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you still, have you really still not seen that movie? <laughs> no, I never saw it. <laughs> oh man. Now I feel bad for it, but it made sense in the time. But yeah, I would have been pretty peeved as well if it had been left out. And it was, it was a nice, pretty nice little movie. It was a fun, it, honestly, it compares pretty well to 30 minutes or less. Um, not just because of Jesse Eisenberg, but just fish out of water, comedy with some surprisingly brutal shit in it. Yeah, that was a nice one. That was a nice one. Kristen Stewart, of course, the love interest, girlfriend of, of Jesse Eisenberg's and She's got a, a similarly goofy stoner movie coming out this weekend that we'll talk about in a little while. Stoner? Yeah, no, it's definitely not. <laughs> not a stoner at all. She's playing Princess Diana. Yeah, I know. So she's definitely a stoner. <laughs> she is getting high. I haven't thought about that movie in ages. Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart, American Ultra. That must Stewart. be from about 2016, Seth. I don't know if you have 2015. Oh, ah, damn it. What? Oh, 08. <laughs> yeah, it's 15. Oh, 08, there's more. American Ultra, the subject of this week's second draft. Boys. <laughs> Boys took care of business on that one. Nice job. Jared and I, winners in the second draft. Yeah, after 1,400 clues. Yeah, no, power uh, of editing. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I think we immediately knew it on the first try. Shout we had to trim some stuff because we had to keep the sliminess in. So <laughs> Yeah, we do love trim. So we are going to roll trim. on. Isn't it funny that people... That's a total side thing. This isn't that show. <laughs> what was he going to say? <laughs> I need to know. Do it into Socially Constipated Monday. Ooh. Maybe we'll talk more about that one. <laughs> I think we got we got a case of the giggles tonight. This is really interesting. <laughs> you were gonna go into a total tangent about how they don't call vaginas trim anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I was gonna do. <laughs> oh my Jesus! We are all on the same page, and that page is number sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Got some pretty serious movies to review, so everybody straighten up. <laughs> Before, and I think Jared and I talked about this a little bit this last week when he <gasps> was in town, but we haven't had a chance to discuss the Uncharted trailer yet, and I watched that, and Ooh. I kind of want to talk about it a little bit. Ooh. Let's fucking do it. We got to get on the toilet first, though. Sitting on toilet. Sitting on toilet. Sony's uh, take on the the video game series, Nathan Drake, very sort of a modernized Indiana Jones. Tom Holland in the lead role, backed up by sidekick Mark Wahlberg. I haven't, I never played this game. I also have not seen this trailer. So mm. I, I definitely want to hear y'all's perspective as someone who was into the games. And then, you know, maybe you can pitch it to me as someone who doesn't give a shit about the property, but maybe it's still a good movie. Well, I think the two of us pitched a movie, pitched ideas back and forth. And I think <laughs> we're going to call up a Sony and we yeah. have great ideas, honestly. We even thought of a post credit scene. Oh, shit. It all, it, also, is someone crinkling something? Oh, sorry. I was opening candy. Okay. I say I couldn't tell if it was my mic crackling or if it was No, something... I need some sweet tarts in my life. Sorry. Apparently. I have a big... I, for the fans uh, listening, you can't see with your eyes. I have a huge bowl of uh, Skittles, Gobstoppers, Nerds, and Sweet Whoa. Tarts in front of me right now. You got a big bowl of diabetes. 
You dog breeders. <laughs> dog someone breeders on Wilford Brimley. That's actually a solid Wilford Brimley. Thank uh, you. It sounds like someone hit up some clearance candy at the uh, at the store. No, no. That that's a whole other story where I might tell it on the <laughs> the next podcast. <laughs> oh god, there we go. <laughs> you want some candy? His real name's Clarence. <laughs> By the way, uh, Sweet Tart was my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was nerds. Oh, zing a zow. <laughs> Zippity zoo. <laughs> Yikes. Go Poo easy. on you. <laughs> Boom. All right. Yeah, Uncharted. Are you doing Survivor? Oh, yeah, I am. (laughs) Uncharted. (laughs) (laughs) I, up to this point, have been... My expectations are low, but I still want them to do a good job with it because I love Uncharted. I still think the second game is the best game of all time. But, again, been pretty skeptical. I don't love the Mark Wahlberg casting. I don't even mind that they're going younger and with, like, having Tom Holland because he actually looks like the young Nate Drake from the game. And I think he could pull off. He's, you know, charismatic. He's, you know, like Spider-Man. So I think he could pull it off that way. So the trailer comes out, and essentially what the trailer is is, like, just a big mishmash of what looks to be moments from the various games. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of shots are like recreated from the cutscenes and things like that. Luckily, though, and Jared and I were talking about it, they didn't. It seems like they're really not going too heavy on the second game, which is unequivocally the best one. And so that has us thinking they could be setting up potential more movies down the road and like maybe kind of building like kind of close to the story, which Uncharted has an awesome like full like not folklore, but like backstory and all that stuff that they they built on the four games. Mm-hmm. That being said, though, I'm afraid they're going to try and throw too much into it and just, like, unload everything. But I still think they they have a chance to do it right, and there's potentially some ways that they could maybe, like, with Mark Wahlberg, he he just looks like Mark Wahlberg, so he doesn't really look like the character. But we're thinking, we were kind of, like, fantasy, you know, fantasy finishing the franchise and, uh, you know, planning out what they could be doing with maybe making it, you know, kind of tying it more into the games and, like, giving Mm -hmm. us little Easter eggs and things. The other thing, though, at the beginning of the trailer, they hint very subtly to the Uncharted song, which oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and that's something like the music in these games is awesome, like the the orchestra music and stuff like that, and so it makes it feel very adventurous, you know, exactly. like it feels like you're on this adventure with yeah. them. That's what was definitely missing from the trailer, right? Because it starts off just a little tone, because the the song is like. Dun, 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 dun. and they do like a really slow version of that just oh, like a yeah. like a slow chimey oh, version which i liked that but then that's it and then it goes into like a rap song and it felt very that felt like very generic and that's kind of what i felt with a lot of the trailer too is it just felt very generic and very filled with like recreations of the games and that's what i'm worried about because it almost felt like tomb raider was a bit of that at times too mm-hmm. um the most recent one even so i don't know um i'm skeptical but i still think they could do some cool stuff i overall was entertained by the trailer but i think some of my worry i was really hoping it would come out of the gate and be like okay this looks awesome and 
for the most part, it looked a little generic, and so I'm kind of still kind of worried. I wish it would have blown me away like I wanted. Yeah, I think uh, I'm kind of on the same page as you, but I don't know, looking generic, hopefully they're not going to throw all of the best parts of all of the video games into some, like, mishmash movie and hope for the best. But the thing is, uh, you know, Seth and I, we were talking this last weekend, and the more and more we were talking, the more and more he got me excited for it, because, you know, no big spoilers for the game, but three and four kind of tell like backstories you get a little bit more fleshed out their relationship early on in life between you know the sully character drake and whatnot and we were just spitballing where maybe that's what they're trying to do is take pieces of three and four and then go back and do one and two and maybe the the later parts of three and four then we jokingly said because the one thing that is definitely missing from the Mark Wahlberg, Victor Sullivan character, Sully, is the mustache. Like, it's an iconic thing. It makes him feel like that's the character to me, you know, kind of this older, like almost a dad character and then like a cool uncle later on. And we jokingly were saying, what if the post-credits is like them hanging out on like a plane or something and he turns around and he's like, what do you think? And he has the mustache. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I don't know why a mustache is giving me a chill. I guess that goes back to... When did we count down mustaches? Was that last week on Socially Constipated? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, shouts out to Sully for an all-timer. Uh, I think that would be good. And I do see somewhere, I'm just doing some reading, uh, somewhere I just saw it described as a prequel to the games. So I think you're right that this is this is starting kind of in the middle of the series with the backstories, which makes sense with uh, the younger version of Nathan Drake, who, by the way, I think Tom Holland looks great in this, I'm seeing like a couple of side-by-sides of him and the character from the game. And it's not exact, obviously he's definitely looking younger, but I think he looks fantastic. Um, and they got the wardrobe just right. I'm curious, did, did you guys ever see the sort of test footage mm-hmm. type fan-made Nathan thing Fillion. with Nathan Fillion? Did you prefer mm-hmm. it? Would you have liked that better? Or do you think the Tom Holland route is has a, at least a chance to be at, you know as good or better? Yeah, I think they're trying, I mean, obviously if they're trying to build a franchise out of it, Nathan Fillion isn't gonna draw, you know, Tom Holland is Spider-Man, so people are going to go because of that. Or at least you're going to get a, a fair amount of people to go because of that. I don't think Nathan Fillion's... He's drawing the same crowd that's going to go because it's a video game they like. A video game, yeah. I don't think he's drawing an extra crowd like the gen, you know general fan base who knows who Spider-Man is. So, I don't know. I don't care. Honestly, I don't care either way. I just hope it's good. You know what's yeah. funny? Just thinking about it, and, and Uncharted is a good example, but I feel like Nathan Fillion missed everything by 10 years. <laughs> right just just age wise everyone wants a big franchise so they're trying to get someone young and like he would have fit this role probably fairly well you know again trying to get that fan base or you know the you know, tom holland fans in there i don't think he'd have a big enough draw but like he he looks like the character and he would have been a really good mcu person i think fillion he may still be fuck for all i know he's in it and i don't remember yeah he's done a uh, few uh kind of mocap people um in the guardians movies Oh, that makes total sense. Yeah, because he's a James Gunn guy. I forget that. Well, I hope this is good. Uh, I'm I'm open to being entertained by Uncharted. I like the cast. Uh, mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg kind of pisses me off in general, but I've, I've enjoyed movies he's been in. So we'll see. We'll see if this one's any good. February of 2022 is when we're expecting this, but folks can go out and catch the trailer now if you want to taste. And one more thing with trailers. I want to just add a little bit. We talked about the Batman trailer not too long ago, and I forgot to mention this, but when I saw Dune... I, they played the Batman trailer, so I got to see it on the fucking big old screen, sound and all that stuff. For one, it was awesome. <laughs> seeing, <laughs> seeing that trailer on the big screen completely, like, 
I actually appreciated it and wasn't just like getting the first impression. Like it was fucking boom right there. I'm going to just have a slight addendum to what I said previously. It is, I think it's going to be darker than I thought um, in terms of the tone. That being said though, it still feels like more of a mix of like some of the action and stuff looks really hard hitting, but it looks like comic booky. And some of the characters like Colin Farrell's penguin looks pretty comic booky, like, big with a big scar on his face it just looks kind of like a mix of in a way like all the batmans we've gotten so far with just kind of a little bit of cartoony you know dark battinson is angry he 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 says he's vengeance and fucking whoops some ass so but then also it looks a little you know wacky too some of the riddler stuff i think will be cool with the mystery aspects and you know getting kind of creative with how they're leaving clues and things like that so yeah, I'm I'm super pumped. I I haven't been this excited for superhero movie probably since Endgame at least. Hell yeah, man. I still I still haven't seen the full trailer on the big screen, so I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I'm missing out. I just hope it's faithful to the comic books or some of the lore where Batman goes down on Catwoman. That <laughs> you wouldn't make the mask like that if that's not what you were doing. Exactly. That's true. So exactly. You know, you got to do it going south. on company time. <laughs> this is only, <laughs> what, four months? Yeah, it's in March. Yeah. That's coming up I fast. Came that way. That's like the big, I think Uncharted comes out first, but like that's the first yeah. like holy shit movie that of uh, 2022, I think. I think it could be. Unless we get like a Disney surprise in January, but January is always like, I what did we get? The, Scream. the Gentleman? Scream, Scream and oh, Morbius. Morbius could be good. They just put out a new trailer. Anybody watch that one? Uh, yeah, and I'm just going to let you know, because I know you're a big Spidey fan, do not touch that trailer. Cool. That's all I needed to know. I, I figured I wouldn't. That's plenty for me. So I will not do that. Yep. The 14-year-old versions of ourselves, uh, if they knew that in a month we would get Uncharted, Batman, and a Spider-Man movie, two Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. plus a Boba Fett series, like, oh man. man. I'm glad we're the age we are now, because if I was 14... I would be losing my shit. I think none of it would be entertaining. (laughs) The sad truth is, like, when everything is, you know, Avengers, it's hard to get excited for Morbius, probably, for younger people. Because they didn't have to sit through Thor 2, you know? Uh, They don't appreciate it. Exactly. They get no respect. Get no respect. Grow the fuck up. They don't get no respect. (laughs) Stupid kids. Not appreciating anything. I think I went to a movie. This was a couple of weeks ago and saw that Batman trailer. Movie. And there's a little part of it, and I had, um, I, I was under the influence. We we had gone to the movie wanting to enjoy it on a, on another plane, and so enjoyed some recreationals, and we're in the theater, and the Batman trailer was on. I think this might have been before James Bond, and maybe not though. There's a part of that trailer where they're driving. It's a car chase, and there's a big explosion, and the yeah. Batmobile is engulfed in flames, and the bad guy goes, "We got him." And um, <laughs> and then the fucking Batmobile comes flying out of the the flames, and you're like, oh shit, you didn't get him, motherfucker! It's Batman. <laughs> and because we were like, uh, as I said, we were under the influence. We were like, it was the trailer before the movie we were we were there to see, and we're like, oh, you didn't get him tonight, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> it was just a fun fun experience. I can't wait to see, but I think that's gonna be oh, so fun. Such a fun I can't movie. wait. And Matt Re- another Matt Reeves movie. It's been so fucking long. Quarter one of 2022, stacking up uh, Uncharted, Morbius, and The Batman all coming up soon. Trailers for all of those are out there, but beware of spoilers, especially if you're getting into that Morbius. All I need to know is Jared Leto's going to be a vampire, so no need no need to spoil it for Blah. you. Blah. 
Trailer talk this week. Yeah. Oh my god. If if you're if you don't ever bring back J Buck Live, yeah. we I, we I gotta would take petition that. you bring over and create a shared universe for Sounders uh, so that we can have trailer talk. One hundred percent. I mean uh, the thing is, uh, again, a peek behind the curtain, Cody, you make all of the Sounders. I I made a couple for J Buck Live. They're so much fun to make. <laughs> right? Oh, it's the most fun. It's the most fun a girl can have. Mm-hmm. I, I I enjoy it a lot. Man, that was a fun pandemic like weekly thing. It was, was, uh, you know, uh, that was, again, I feel like, I feel like that was a time and a place and now it's over, but it could be resurrected. But yeah, man, every week is so like us getting together, chatting, doing some weird stuff. Yeah, it was fun. I would usually have a couple vodka sodies during that. Yeah. Yeah. We were all alcoholics back then. (laughs) (laughs) That was early pandemic. And so I'm pretty sure because I'm earlier than you guys out West that I would like finish my work day, order a Chipotle and like I had it timed to watch J Book all day. Point. Yeah, yeah. All day. All day. Because the thing and is, that's... again, we're getting off topic, but who cares? It would be J Buck Live. You guys would be in there. Vodka Soda U, Chipotle U, and then we'd play Fall Guys after the fact. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. It was like clockwork. Man, what a time. I feel like I, I think about that time like people think about high school. It was, <laughs> it was barely a year ago. I feel like I had so many fewer cares in the world at that time. And right? I really didn't. Well, maybe I did. I don't know. But that was a fun that was a fun little bit of time. I think that was when Tiger King was so huge. I want to do a sketch where like the the twenty twenty one version goes back to 2020 and is like enjoy this <laughs> like yeah. looks fucking crazy you have like really bad bags on your eyes you have like burn marks on, <laughs> on your tattered eyes. clothes you have yeah. a chainsaw as at hand dude that is real at work i use a, this is a total aside at work i use a headshot that I, I was taken in 2018 so it's three years old now and i every time it pops up in a meeting and then it's replaced then by the camera feed of my live face. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I look like I've someone seen took shit. that 28, 2018 version of Business Co. It looks like someone took him out behind the shed and beat him like very near death, and then threw a whole bucket of like gross fish guts and shit on him, <laughs> and then like fucked up his hair a bunch and gave him two black eyes, and then didn't feed him for six months, and then that's how I look. So yeah, I would go back to 2018 and do the Billy Madison, stay as long as you can. (laughs) Oregon will do that to you guys. Trailer talk and a little bit of reminiscing this week in our bathroom reading. Sitting on the toilet, now flush. I think the only downside to bringing on the trailer talk sounder is that I don't think we would get anything done. <laughs> we'd, we'd hit the sounder and then we would just go, yeah! Like <laughs> oh, shit, man. Well, we got some movies to talk about, so let's jump in. Uh, looks like we got five reviews coming at you. Mom, what do you think? I love it! I hated it! All right, Jared, let's start with you. Going into last week, Halloween weekend. Looks like you went out to Paramount Plus and caught a spooky film. Talking about uh, people seeing movies without you. Oops. We had ta- <laughs> we had talked about, hey, Jared, let's watch Paranormal Activity when you're down on Friday night. You know, yeah, well, you know, Halloween, watch Scary Movie. He'd watch it by the time he got down there. Down here. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to watch movies with Seth. No, no one likes me. I, the thing is, okay, would we have even had time to fit another movie No, probably movie not. 
No. Yeah. <laughs> I would have fallen asleep before that movie was. I'm shocked I made it through Antlers to be entirely yeah. honest. So. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a little tease at what we'll talk about a little bit later. But I was able to check out the latest Paranormal Activity. It's called Paranormal Activity Next of Kin, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. I believe, um, again, I am new to this franchise, which is maybe not a great part <laughs> uh, ma- movie to jump in. Is this the seventh one? Probably. Uh, if it's not seven, it's six. Okay, yeah, six or the, seven. I mean, oh, maybe it is seven. I don't think connected at all to anything of previous movies. Maybe maybe a name here or there, but my understanding is that the demon, the characters, everything is completely new. Is it seven? This is number seven, yes. Okay, number seven. Whoa, there's a Japanese side cool? What the hell is that? Never heard of this. Paranormal Activity 2, Tokyo Night. It's a Tokyo Night. They go out. Drift. Japanese sequel. Yeah. Yeah, I heard Lo Bow Wow was in this one. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, what if, oh my if, gosh, what if they're all connected? It follows Haruka Yamano. I'm not Japanese. Haruka Yamano, who was in a car accident that broke her legs. It probably is connected to Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Oh, dude, we just broke open. Oh, man, conspiracy right there, folks. Um, aside from us going down a weird rabbit hole, back to uh, Next of Kin. This is essentially the plot of this one is. A, a young girl, I think maybe like college age, is doing this like documentary for herself of finding her family. She was given up as a child. I think she has the video of her mom like taking her to the hospital, and it's very strange. Like she, she the mom looks like something's following her. She's she's acting weird. Puts the baby down, disappears. So she's trying to figure out who she's related to and whatnot. Does twenty three and Me and finds out that her relatives or her mom originally was like Amish. So it's her friend who's the videographer, and then they pick up a sound guy named Dale, who is the co- comedic relief. Dale, thumbs up. I liked you throughout this movie. And essentially, it's you know they go to this uh, little Amish town, kind of secluded in the middle of nowhere, no technology, no service, and creepy things begin to happen, you know, and it's kind of a slow ramp up of, okay, this is kind of a creepy atmosphere of, you know, no technology, some weird things happening with doors, and then a discovery here or there, some creepy dolls, this building that they're like, okay, they're going in this building, but what's in this building? I think it has all of the elements of paranormal activity, and again, this is just from what I've heard from you guys, other people, just from clips. It has that essence, but it didn't feel like it really pushed anything forward. Again, as a found footage movie, it felt like there were quite a few scenes in this that were far too crisp, where I'm like, okay, I know I'm watching a movie. Like, throw some grain, maybe a little bit more shaky, because, Mm -hmm. I mean, our cameras, GoPros, even drones, like, they did a, a handful of drone shots in this, which I understand you could do because they're filming it, but it made me feel like a movie because it's overhead, like, while a car is driving. And I'm like, you wouldn't be filming that while you're in the car driving, whatever. I'm getting in the weeds. Definitely some spooky moments, some uh, jump scares, creepy moments. Uh, again, you know, if, you, if you're if you a fan of the Paranormal Activity movies, you're probably going to like this. If you're looking for something new, probably not. If you're looking for just a spooky movie to watch with a date, maybe you'll enjoy it because the first two-thirds are pretty, you know, kind of bump in the night, but then the third is more of, I would say, like VHS-style demon-type cult material um it gets pretty like gruesome towards the end so i don't know if any of that jumps out of you go for it i guess this franchise this this kind of genre isn't for me so i didn't like it really at all there were some good parts like again that dale guy comedic relief in this movie it's not supposed to be a funny movie but he added some nice uh a nice contrast 
to it. Have you heard anything from anybody else who has watched all these movies and saw this one? I just I have a touch of a hard time thinking that there's no connection and and maybe if it's a spoiler thing then never mind but there's got to be something small even if it's small and you missed it having not seen it there's got to be something see i'm wondering if it's something small because i had a conversation with seth because he mentioned that the first demon in the the franchise so far is named toby correct yes yeah, that that Tony. name, Tony. Oh, yeah, Tony. Hey, I got a nice pizza <laughs> for you. Bippity boppity. You want some spaghetti? Um, <laughs> unfortunately, Tony was not in this, but I think it could be somehow a passing on of a spirit because there is kind of that mentality of you know maybe not just one person, one one demon, but more of a presence. So I don't know. I'd be curious if you know someone that's a hardcore fan finds the connection but it did feel like it was almost this weird kind of reboot where again you know next of kin maybe it's like hey this is the next chapter in this activity series yeah that that is interesting i like these movies the last one or two i i was really frustrated by but uh pretty enjoyable premise so i i may make my way to this but it sounds like a, a good fright night date night for paranormal activity next of kin i got another good date night movie coming up next Went and saw the Wes Anderson film, The French Dispatch. This is still on limited release. That is widening over this week and maybe next. So if you haven't seen this available in your theater yet, it should be very soon. The The most general thing I'll say about it is if you don't like Wes Anderson movies, don't go see this movie. It will not change <laughs> your mind. This is the most Wes Anderson that Wes Anderson has ever Wes Andersoned. And I enjoyed it. I like his movies. And I thought this did a, a couple kind of new and different things, but really it just, like if you cut out the credits and just stuffed this on the back end of the, what's the hotel one that he's got? Grand Budapest Hotel. Hotel Rwanda. Oh, yep. If you just cut this right into the middle of Hotel Rwanda, I don't even think people would notice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's very enjoyable. The, the idea of the movie in general is Bill Murray's character, he lives in Kansas, and he writes uh, like a paper within their newspaper. So like a small, Whoa. less less frequent sort of additional piece to the newspaper called the French Dispatch. And it's like stories and things from this one town in France. And it feels, Wes Anderson always feels very French, but this time he actually goes into France. And so a very charming, cute little French town with three, I think, three major kind of vignettes end up making up most of the movie. And what you're doing is making your way through some of the stories that appeared in the newspaper, The French Dispatch. So you get a few different stories here that are all very unique and creative. They never go the way you think they're about to. There's always something you're not quite there that you don't quite realize with these. So I thought each of the vignettes was really charming. There's one with Who's the guy? Is it Javier Bardem that plays the collector? Um, that's no. Uh, Benicio Del Toro. Yes, yes, that, yes. Yeah, sorry, yes. Yeah. I get those names mixed up. Benicio Del Toro is the guy in the French Dispatch. He is a prisoner slash painter in one of the vignettes. And that was actually my favorite one. It was very entertaining and quirky as they all were. There's a little bit more of an edge to this one than, than say, for example, Moonrise Kingdom, which is very light a uh, little bit more of an edge to this one. But ultimately, again, if you like Wes Anderson, you're going to go see this anyway. I think you'll enjoy it. I had a very fun time. It, lots of just little little quick jokes and things that will make you laugh. Also, a couple of like little subtle editing things that made us laugh too. We were in a, a pretty full theater and there was a lot of times where 
you know, there was some laughter, you know, sprinkled throughout that you could hear. So pretty fun experience. So I, I would recommend the French Dispatch. Again, with the caveat, must love Wes Anderson. <laughs> I think people are going to enjoy this. It, it's under two hours. Shouldn't put you to sleep, Seth. And I know you got plans to see this one this weekend. So I think you're going to have a yeah. good time. I know Jared stood you up on your paranormal activity date. <laughs> you did get to one other spooky film. You already alluded to it earlier, Antlers. Uh, why don't you set this one up for us? I don't want to. It's the brand new Rudolph movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Antlers. Has Kara Russell uh, and Jesse Plemons are the only, I guess, real, at least from who I recognized in it. But it's kind of it, it feels like almost like an a24 horror movie in a way i don't know it's it's hard to describe would you say it's an atmospheric setting in a bleak corner of oregon there you go <laughs> i was just reading i was just reading cody's screen right there okay good because it it is hard to like without saying anything it's like kind of hard to really t- you know say what's going on without spoiling it in mm-hmm, a way mm-hmm. um Jerry, can you do a better job at it? You've already done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, it, like, what you're saying, you know, the kind of setup is that they're in this... I think the movie, a lot of the movie is kind of the, this entity mm-hmm. is haunting this kind of town. And the town is almost like... I, I liked the setting, the, the the visuals that they had going on. But essentially, it's like this, uh, this almost curse in this town. And again, I don't even know how to go further into that without really spoiling. But it's right. this... There's two dynamics of this this teacher and a student that's maybe doing you know she's worried about the student and then the teacher's yeah. brother is Jesse Plemons who is the sheriff of this very mm-hmm. small mining town that they're trying to open up the mines once again and it's kind of got like themes of like abuse and themes of like parents who not abandoned but you know basically don't pay attention to the kid the main kid in this one so i guess kind of abandonment in a way neglect almost yeah, neglect is, is a better way to describe it. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting. <laughs> it, I think the main thing with this one is it doesn't really feel like it goes anywhere. It just kind of happens. I, You know, like there's really not, doesn't feel like there's a really a huge point to the movie. I mean, there's those themes, but ultimately with, with how it ends up, it just kind of felt... Almost incomplete. Like, like yeah. it felt like a chapter in a book, almost a short story that somehow was able to give you 90 minutes. Like, I, right. I think I enjoyed the journey, but like you're saying, I think we both turned to each other at the end and we we're just like, that was, that was it? Like, there wasn't really, like, meat to it. It was more of kind of just this, hey, here here we go. Again, very creepy atmosphere. The creature some design. Jump scares yeah, some jump there. scares, cre- creepy character design. I, I wanted more. Um, mm-hmm. like, like you're saying the, the depth, I think that that's one thing that they didn't give us is like Seth, you mentioned, they, they bring up some themes, they bring up some lore, they bring up some characters, but they never go in and be like, this is why you should really care about this. Or this is what mm-hmm. actually is happening. Or this is how come this is ha- like this lore is so like kind of to some people, you know, kind of wishy-washy and some people they're like, oh, no, 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 you got to stick to this. Mm-hmm. Um, very almost surface level, I guess, if you could say right. Right. As uh, enigmatic, maybe, as this movie is, was it an experience? It, it sounds like it was an experience you enjoyed. I, I, it sounds maybe like you're in the middle on whether or not you recommend. Like, where, what, what, who, who should seek this out, if anyone? I don't know. I, it's, I wouldn't say go to the theater to see it. Yeah, I mean, there was some, yeah, like I said, there's, if there's some jump scare moments, there's some, it's kind of gory at times, looks kind of cool, but yeah, I would say probably wait on wait on it for like a streaming or something 
Yeah, if you're looking for a spooky date night, streaming's probably the best place for this. I mean, just, you know, warning, I guess there isn't much to it. I'm intrigued by this. Like, I, I want to see more. Maybe we'll have to do like we did with Lamb, and uh, I'll just have you guys run through it for me so I don't have to use my two hours. But um, if you're into the enigmatic, it uh, sounds like if you're an A24 fan, might be uh, Antlers might be within your wheelhouse. It's out there in theaters now. It's a tight 100 minutes, so you're not committing too much of your day, but... Antlers getting a, uh, well, yeah, okay, yeah, from uh, Seth and Jared there. Jared, we stick with you now. Big time genre change and mood change, I think, but I'm very excited to hear about this one. This is one of my more anticipated movies this month. Big time cast in Netflix's latest. Yeah, hit that trailer talk. So this is on Netflix right now. I actually was antsy and went and saw it in the movie theater. This is called the harder they F- the harder they fall, and essentially it's a uh, it's taking real life characters uh, like Nat Love, Rufus Buck, and full of other people in history, Cherokee Bill, I believe I'm I'm reading that right there. But then they're putting them in kind of this faux or fake Western fictionalized story, and the cast is Idris Elba, Regina King, Zazie Beetz, Jonathan Majors. Like this has a stacked cast, and just from the cast in the first trailer, I was like, okay, this looks like a fun Western, a twist on the Western genre, and I guess a culture that we aren't getting predominantly in these western type movies. And I was like, okay, this is going to this is going to be something special. And from the very opening, I'm like, "Oh, they're leaning into Tarantino style. This is Django mixed with Inglorious Bastards almost in this weird setting." And from the editing, the musical choices, the style, like the more and more I think about this movie, I'm going to watch this again because I just heard one of the songs from the soundtrack again today. And I was like, God damn, this is so good because it's like hip hop mixed with reggae mixed with a Western feel. There's subtle humor that's really great. It's very, like, you know how Tarantino style of, like, when there's a bullet shot, you know, you see the blood, like, really squirt out, like, that, that, um, <laughs> yeah. or you feel the bullets. That's how this Western is. It's leaning into kind of, you know, there, there's themes of town, uh, towns and the culture at that time, I guess, in the Old West and whatnot. It's a revenge movie. Again, the cast is fantastic. The more, like I said, the more and more I think about it, this is one that, definitely recommend to people because it's it's unique i would say it it's got everything it's oh it's so good give me what i want (laughs) (laughs) not only am i gonna watch this movie asap i am rock hard just thinking about this one uh you haven't seen a lot of uh westerns with black people in them and and i love that this is what they were doing and to hear it said that they executed really well. You mentioned how stacked the cast is, and there's fucking good Western music in it. Fuck, mm-hmm. yes, I am in on this. Uh, I'm th- watching this as soon as I get, can get my hands on it. Yeah, and not only that, but, like, each of the characters, they, again, take these fictionalized real-life characters, but completely give so much personality to them. There's there's twists and turns. There's kind of... They, there's relationships between these characters. There's history between these characters. It's, it's fantastic. Check it out. I mean, I'm, t- I'm telling you, like... If you're not maybe fully in on Westerns, give this one a chance because it's definitely got that weird Tarantino style, but taking it into its own. 
I can't wait to check this out. Jonathan Majors, by the way, who's in this, uh, he's going to explode. He's been in some really good shit lately. He was in Lovecraft Country. I know you watched Jared. And then Mm -hmm. The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I know that's one that you liked, Seth, a couple years ago. I didn't Mm -hmm. even realize he was in that Mm -hmm. um, until just the other day when I saw the poster again. And obviously he's going to be in Marvel now. So he's really going to blow up. But really all of these actors that you mentioned really kind of busting onto the scene. So this is a cool one. The Harder They Fall is out there on Netflix now. Go and check this fun western out if this sounds like it tickles your fancy <laughs> oh my god <laughs> tickle tickle you two were tickling each other's fancies at the movies Ew. last weekend where's my wallet uh, i can't find my wallet <laughs> i did i thought i lost it i left it at home did you actually yeah yeah I just left it at home yeah i thought i thought mm-hmm. i lost it at the theater oh that's stressful well Hopefully yeah. that wasn't too distracting and you were still able to enjoy no. Edgar Wright's latest because I'm excited to hear about this one. Yes, The Last Night in Soho. Edgar Wright's, I guess he had, this is the first one he's done in a while. Like I got, He did that Sparks Brothers documentary, but has he done, is this his first I think, yeah, like, Sparks Brothers since, was the last thing he did, and which is on but, Netflix right now. Is this the first thing, though, since Baby Driver otherwise? It looks like it is. Gosh, okay. yeah. Well, I would say a good follow-up. Stars Thomas and McKenzie, and then Anya Taylor-Joy. Essentially, Thomas and McKenzie is living in current time. It's in London, isn't it, Jared? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, current time. Boy, there, London is. Yeah. How about some fish and chips? I'm sounding uh, like JFK. Wanker. You sound like a, a stressed-out Australian. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that was a little Aussie. Current time London, Thomas and McKenzie, she's... Moves to London to go to like fashion school. She's very obsessed and influenced by like the '60s, and so she she also has this like weird they call it a gift, I guess, where she can kind of see like spirits or ghosts or whatever. Like she she can see her mom in certain scenarios and things like that. I think it's more based off where she's at, like the the, the place she's at, as opposed to like people you know stuff following following her. So then she she moves in. First moves into these dorms, doesn't work out there, so then she moves into an apartment, and this is where she starts to see and dream of Anya Taylor-Joy and go back, essentially, to the 60s. And in this time, she sees kind of some shifty stuff happening with Anya Taylor-Joy, but she kind of starts to really get obsessed with her, Anya Taylor-Joy's character, and wanting to go back to this you know, the 60s, again, being obsessed with that time, and then also this person. Uh, and things start to get a little crazy, and, and the lines start to blur. Uh, so we'll kind of leave it there, or I'll leave it there. Jared can spoil the hell out of it if he wants to. But uh, I really did enjoy this movie a lot. I've talked about in the past with Thomas and McKenzie. She's a really great actress and is great in this. Anya Taylor-Joy is fantastic as well. The style is really cool. I like the whole idea of, like, the going back and forth in time, you know, some of the supernatural elements couple of jump scares throughout the movie it's kind of got a, a bit of a horror vibe to it at times i don't appreciate jump scares you know not not big fans of them but bah! see i pooped oh clean up <laughs> but i was able to overlook it because i did enjoy the movie a lot as a whole so yeah i would if you're a fan of edgar wright or like kind of just like a, a you know time travely weird thriller i'd recommend it thought it was a pretty quick movie it's about two hours but it moves pretty quick yeah i'd recommend it yeah, yeah, Jared? you're 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 saying like I don't know, like a suspense thriller almost. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, it, I, w- I was completely caught off guard, and, like, for a good reason. I had no clue that I thought this all was taking place in the past, so that was kind of a pleasant surprise for me. Oh, really? Yeah, I had no clue that part of this was present day. I had absolutely <laughs> no clue. So that was a nice surprise, but, like, you know, the neon lighting, the, the cinematography, like, they're doing a lot of cool things with the kind of the setting. But the editing, I was so on board with kind of the the very small cuts things potentially hidden in backgrounds other situations if you've seen the um the trailer like edgar wright like his style it's definitely like overall a little bit adjacent to what he's done because he's never done really like a horror movie you know Shaun of the dead had some creepy moments but it's more of a comedy this is definitely leaning into more of a serious kind of story you know there's there's kind of a almost like a mystery suspense thriller noir at times it's great if you like edgar wright great caution maybe a couple jump scares but um honestly i had no clue where this is going and i was pleasantly surprised you guys gave me two good ones i i might try to get to the theater for this one i'm big edgar wright fan i love these actors um right now i'm looking at the calendar for tomorrow seeing if i can double feature this with eternals double it up we we shall see so Sounds like a, a pretty solid movie weekend, actually, over our holiday, our Halloween holiday. So we got The Last Night in Soho and The Harder They Fall, getting big thumbs up. Antlers is a, a middling one. If it already looks like you're interested in, go check that one out. French Dispatch and Paranormal Activity, your your date night films over this next few weeks. So a little bit of something for everyone this week in our reviews. Mom, what do you think? I love it! I hated it. Mentioned it just a second ago. We got some big movies, well, at least one big movie, coming out this weekend. Jared, what can folks be looking forward to? It's coming right for us! Oh, we got the MCU taking over the big screen. We have Eternals, baby. Cody's gonna go punch Camille in the face. Coming for you, Stuber. Look over your shoulder, buddy. He's coming um, on you. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. I Honestly, I don't know much about this. I think I muted all of Twitter recently, so MCU, I'm going to go see it. Um, if you like MCU stuff, go check it out. We'll have reviews next week. We mentioned earlier Spencer, which is the Princess Diana. Kristen Stewart, is it a biopic, I guess? Mm-hmm. Okay, biopic. It looks Maybe. really good. So yeah, definitely awards contention and whatnot. So if you're into that, check that out in the movie theaters. Um, we have one for Apple TV+. Plus. You can watch this one from home. It's called Finch. All I know is I think that it's post-apocalyptic, Tom Hanks, a robot, and a dog. That is all <laughs> yeah. I know about this movie. Apple said, hey, we've got an unlimited money. How can we make the most lovable movie of all time? Let's get a dog. Those are lovable. Let's get a quirky little robot with something of a personality. Those are lovable. And then, oh yeah, Tom fucking Hanks. Yep. Like, this this was a cheat code. This is um, it's Homeward Bound meets Castaway meets Wally. Uh, I think. This oh is, man! I, I, if it's good movie at all, people are gonna flock to this big time. Kind of disappointing that's not in theaters, but we I could see some awards for Finch if it. I don't know if it qualifies under the rules or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, if you want to watch that one from home on the couch, again ask Cody for his login or whoever has Apple TV Plus, I guess. And then this one I'm excited for. Uh, This is a TV One Hulu Animaniacs Season 2, baby. Season 2 is coming out this Friday. So if you want your Animaniacs fix, I was a big fan of Season 1. I'm curious what Season 2 has in store. So, yeah, if you want to be a kid again and eat a big bowl of cereal and watch some Saturday morning cartoons, Animaniacs. 
Also, I'm pretty sure the new season of Big Mouth comes out on Friday as well. Oh, does it? Oh, snap. Dang, that's, you guys you plain, guys have a big weekend then. That's a plane watch for me. I love watching. I've seen like three seasons of Big Mouth on planes. It, <laughs> it kind of always happens. I got a trip this weekend. Can't wait to watch some of this. You got to think both of those shows are going to have some pandemic jokes, which I don't know. We'll see. But hopefully they got some creative takes on uh, what's been going on. So we got Eternals, Spencer, Finch, Animaniacs, and Big Mouth coming at you this weekend. It's coming right for us! And you know what that means. We're about to kick you off into your movie weekend. But first, got to leave you with one more thing. But I'm down to one more more thing. So I was watching John Oliver this past weekend, and he played something on his show that I must play for the two of you. (laughs) I suspect this could end up being at least Seth's, but I think collectively, I think this could end up being our favorite song. Just take a listen. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos, no need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. It's raining tacos. Out in the street. It pretty much goes on, on like that. Dude, why'd you cut it off? No, that was going. Jamming. <laughs> All right, here comes some more. All you can cut it there just so i don't play the entire video this is a bop certified slapper and when i'm watching this guy like how happy he is about the taco rain i could not help but picture seth in this situation (laughs) and if i was jared if 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 you can somehow get seth's face on this guy uh we'll link to (laughs) the video in the description box by the way if we can get seth's face on this guy uh, i would never need to see another video again so (laughs) all right tune in next week i I think i can uh i can talk to a couple of the editor people i know Nice, nice. That song is funky. <laughs> yeah, that that definitely has. Oof, I like. You know what? I feel like every time you're having tacos now, you gotta you gotta slap this. It's raining tacos. I had some leftover tacos today for lunch, and I did that exact thing while I was heating them up. It was raining tacos, in there, <laughs> and I was very happy. I gotta get the Taco Bot three thousand though. Hell yeah! I honestly, I don't know what I can follow up with raining tacos. That thing was. Ooh, that was fire hot sauce right there. I guess for my my one more thing, maybe just a little bit of a selfish thing, but like I just don't promote my content ever. So listen to this podcast. If I mean you're listening, obviously, but like you know, check out our website. Cody put a lot of work into it. You know, give us ratings. You know, kind of participate in some of the polls. We're we're trying to roll things out and do some fun stuff. Check out TikTok myself. You know, check me out on YouTube. I'm transitioning i'm doing a lot of weird things on youtube right now um trying something a lot different if you see one of the videos aka one of the youtube shorts which is essentially tiktok for youtube just click the thumbs up because that right now really helps me out yeah just just keep listening you know we're doing fun stuff we're we're trying to expand this brand so thank you everyone expand this brand expand it 
can't overstate how how big a help it is to drop a like or a comment or a share and only takes a second so those are much appreciated and yeah there's lots of places to catch our stuff so if you're entertained at all hit us with a few likes jared point of clarification on the youtube are, are you still doing shorts on a separate channel do we need to link to that so folks oh can go no, find that? no no or no is it this the standard jbuck studios page? everything is now on jbuck studios i tried to um split it up thought it might be a good idea and then I was like you know what no let's let's not do that let's reel it back so it's going to be a weird combination of a lot of shorts right now but we're still do- we're still doing live shows I'm doing trailer reactions uh, hopefully movie reactions once again and a few other things so it's going to be a huge mixture of things we have it lots That's of good it. stuff out there at Jared Buckendall my one more thing is so I've been catching up uh, trying to catch up on TV I'm just very 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 behind I had a kind of a like basically a quote-unquote free trial for stars where it was like free for a month and like 99 cents for three months and that has come to an end and now it's back up to ten dollars a month so my window to finish heels which is on stars has now started to close before i have to pay again so trying to get that get through that and i've been really enjoying that but then also they announced that season two of heels will be coming so all good timing for that i'm really really enjoying it it's a good i mean it's just a good in general it's a good drama a good tv show but it i think it depicts wrestling and independent wrestling specifically pretty well i have enjoyed it quite a bit so if you have stars or have my password i think heels is a just in general a good show and i'm excited for season two now remind me is stars where blind spotting is yes all right i gotta get out there then for you guys gonna say it because once i think you got about like a couple days shy of a month or maybe like a week maybe like three weeks but blind spotting is like half hour episodes and i think it's like eight or ten so it doesn't take too super long to finish out well i'm gonna plow through that check out heels on stars uh, get all the promo stuff from jbuck studios and from socially constipated and while you're doing that listen to this certified slapper it's that's what we got this week and one more thing but i'm down to one more, one more thing All right, folks. Well, we appreciate y'all joining us and hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, drop a like, uh, comment, share. Uh, You can do all that through the link in the description box. Hopefully we've had, uh, on Spotify, we're experimenting with some polling and some kind of questions. So if you're listening on Spotify and you missed them, check out on the Spotify page where you can sort of engage with those little things. Uh, That's a new feature we're trying out and would love to have that be a way we can interact with y'all. So don't forget also to mark your calendar for Wednesday, November 17th. We are going to be live for the Entertainment Outhouse over on the J Buck Studios YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. So make sure you come join us there. Uh, And of course, hit up the website sociallyconstipatedpod.com. For everything going on in the world of Socially Constipated. We're going to wrap things up there. Stay tuned. Next week, of course, we'll be back with episodes of Socially Constipated, Gridiron Grunts, and The Entertainment Outhouse. But for now, we got to wrap this up and get it into your movie weekend. So for Jared Buckendall and Seth Ott, I've been Cody Michael, and we'll see you next time. Bye.